Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Colin Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 531, where Drew and I will be talking about comics originally releasing October 2nd, 2019, before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming Wednesday. Uh, Drew, what do you have for me in the world's feedback and the world of comics? Uh, Michael Lamb says, well, your question has been answered per Newsarama. Writer James Tinney the Fourth. And artists Dan- Tony Daniel, Danny Mickey, and Toma- Tomo Murray, Murray, Jesus, will take over <laughs> as Batman creative team following the impending departure of writer Tom King. DC co-publisher Dan Didio made the announcement um, during Batman Day celebration. Um, he says, I like Daniel's art, but Tinian as a writer is pretty uneven for me. We'll see uneven, I'll do. give you that. Uh, I honestly hope they do more two- and three-issue stories. If I see part one of eight on the first issue, I'm going to be disappointed. Gotcha. Uh, that's exactly my reaction. Um, he's he's uneven, and he likes to write long, long, <laughs> long stories um, that aren't as good as his mentor, Scott Snyder's. So um, I'm not as optimistic as others, but I'll check out a couple. It is Batman. I mean, I read them all, so... Yep. I guess I'll check them all out. <laughs> but I might not be... I might be angry about it if it's not good. You're going to flip those pages a little harsh? Yes. Oh, <laughs> look at this. Wrong. Part one of 12. What? <laughs> um, he has been very active on Twitter asking for fan feedback on uh, what they what he would like... Uh, what we would like to see in a Batman story mm-hmm. and uh, what kind of villains we'd like to see him interact with. And, um, I mean, I think that's nice that he's at least asking our opinions and whether he incorporates any of them or not is fine. And I think today he may have, I didn't read all of it, but he said something about uh, getting back to its horror detective roots which is probably an edict from somebody in editorial, but we'll, we'll see. Um, that sounds that sounds okay to me. There you go. We shall see. You're fine with it, Kyle? You like the guy, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I completely agree with the uneven nature, but um, I've been able to find some good stuff in it, so uh, hopefully we get the good Tinian. Yeah, you know, a lot of times I've kind of confused him and Kyle Higgins. Because there for a while they were kind of doing the same sort of stuff at the same publishers. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, I don't want to. I, I definitely want to check it out, and and I'm sure that first the first couple should be pretty good. I would hope. <laughs> uh, but hey, he's been doing detective, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I've been reading that. So <laughs> uh, is it good? Have you been reading any of it? Nope. Yeah, so shut up. Don't laugh at me. Laugh is laughing with you, sir. Okay, gotcha. Uh, our buddy Wolf Warner says, Hey, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaurs last issue dropped this week. But oh. trust but trust me, we haven't seen the last of her and Big Red. The animated series is coming soon. Thanks to the creative team. Job well done. Well, Wolf, uh, you've been their number one champion. Um uh, I feel your pain. I've been experiencing this with Moon Knight, so 
Sometimes the comics go away for a little while, but they come back. So Marvel, our... not a fan of moons. <laughs> you heard it here, Foos. <laughs> Breaking news. Anti-moon. <laughs> Moonisms. That's right. Man, good good call, Kyle. <laughs> so hang in there, Wolf. Uh, and that animated series will tide you over. So We'll see how that goes. Uh, Aaron Churchill says, I... I'm in a situation where I need to take a temporary, mostly, hiatus from comics. I'm just going to be getting a few from now on. There you go. Uh, if you were in a situation where you could only spend $30 a month, about nine comics, which would you choose? Mine are five years from Abstract Studios, second coming from Ahoy Comics, from DC, Batman, Batman Last Night on Earth, Harleen, Event Leviathan, um, Question the Deaths of Vic Sage, um, Batman Curse of the White Knight, and from Image, Criminal, and Pretty Deadly Rat. Seven of those are limited series, so my thought is to keep that open from uh, ongoing titles and keep a rotating miniseries pull list kind of going. Absolutely. Only two are ongoing. Having to do this exercise really opened my eyes to what I really like and what I really want to read. Mm-hmm. And I'm keeping room on the list for Black Magic, Black Monday Murders, yeah, right, <laughs> and Monstrous to get those when they show their faces again. Also, I believe there's congrats in order for James Tinian being the next writer on Batman. Um, any thoughts on Tony Daniel doing art and James writing? Uh, yeah, we, we kind of did that one. Yep. <laughs> Uh, um, also please share your thoughts on Wonder Woman Dead Earth number one um, Dark Knight Returns the Golden Child with Frank Miller and uh, he's on the fence about that that's it for now thanks for the podcast and all the entertainment okay that's a tough one well we already talked about James Tinian so we're not going to do that again mm-hmm. um, I have Kyle do you have thoughts on Wonder Woman Dead Earth number one or Dark Knight Returns the Golden Child by Frank Yeah, Miller. I was uh, looking at Dark Knight Returns the Golden Child just a moment ago. Um, it could easily be another cash grab because it's going deep on the ratio variance into the 1 in 500 Andy Kubert variant. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so it's a 48-page black label one-shot written by Frank Miller with art by Raphael Grandpa. Yes, I said Grandpa. <laughs> um I could see it being good. Perhaps Miller has more to say in the uh, Dark Knight Returns universe, and if he does, that's good. I can also see DC saying, Hey, Frank, we need something from you. We'll go deep on these variants. It's $6 a piece. Let's get some money. So Yeah, and I couldn't it, get through the last one. Was it like Dark Knight Returns 3? Yeah. Something like that. Search for Spock, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so I passed on that one. I, I started it, but I couldn't get through it. But it seems like an interesting story. We've got a female Batman with it, so it could be good. Like I said, it just depends on if this is something that uh, that uh, that uh, you know they had or not. Let's see here. So this is Laura, Carrie Kelly. And we've got a young Jonathan Kent involved in it as well. All right, so maybe. maybe. Yeah, I mean that's cool. That's that's good stuff, I guess. Joel Jones on the one in twenty five variant. Yeah. Now, what about the Wonder Woman? I didn't really see much on the Wonder Woman. 
Now, the only thing that piques my interest is not the character, but Daniel Warren Johnson, who did Murder Falcon. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. So, I mean, uh, how's that going to work? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's post-apocalyptic, Drew. Uh, will there be guitars? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so, you know, based on my utter and complete enjoyment of Murder Falcon, I think I owe it to Daniel Warren Johnson to at least check out this yep. Wonder Woman. Princess Diana of Themyscira leaves paradise to save man's world from itself. When Wonder Woman awakens from a centuries-long sleep to discover the Earth reduced to a nuclear wasteland, she knows she's failed. Trapped alone in a grim future, Diana must protect the last human city of Titanic from Titanic monsters while uncovering the secret of this dead Earth and how she may be responsible for all of this. One of four, prestige format, seven bucks a pop. Black and she must protect it with metal. That's cool. Okay, now the tough question at hand. Okay, Kyle. Your your wife. Okay. Just, the wife cracks the whip on on <laughs> you, and my wife cracks whip on me and says, "Okay, this sits a little too close to home." I know. <laughs> Thirty bucks a month. You get nine comics a month. Uh, pick your nine. All right, I got some continuing series. I got to finish my Lois Lane. I got to finish my Jimmy Olsen. So those got to keep going. I got to finish Harleen. That's an easy one there. I got to keep going. Okay. I got a couple Aftershock books, um, Deep Red, and uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay. I think I started, what the heck is the other one? I can't remember what it was. So those got to keep going as well. Um, I got to th- save room for Saga to eventually come back because that's going to trump everything well, but you here. Don't have, but you don't have to sacrifice a slot for it right now. Yeah, at the moment I do not there. Right. But I'm I'm such a guy for 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 grabbing the the one shots and reading the first two that like at least two of these nine would be image firsts or aftershock first because I have to have those on there. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, like I said, Harleen, and then uh, I was also into White Knight. Yeah. Okay. That's nine. I think. Um, yeah. So I'm. Oh, I'm doing Red Sonia. Um, hmm. Doing. Uh, doing what? What's in future? There you Don't go. Drop off oh, that yet? Yes. No. Can't um, drop off that. Um. Ah, man, DC. I. I would. I would have to do Lois Lane and drop. Jimmy Olsen, I think. Although that's hard. They're limited series. They're we're eventually going to be done with him. I just I want to yeah, finish. Them. Yeah, I'll take Jimmy. I need to do Jimmy too. Um, gotta do Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter who's writing it. Uh, I need to do some Marvel. I can we do one? Can I, well, definitely amazing. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. That's it, right. Spider books. And I want. Thank goodness, I want, but I want Tom Taylor's surfer. friendly spa- neighborhood too. So that's two Spideys. Oh man! Okay, so I'm at I'm at seven already, mm-hmm. um, and then I've got oh, that bad bad deception over at AfterShock. It just started it was awesome, but I guess I can't do that. Um, guess I can't finish Superman Year One. <laughs> uh, Fair Lady, is it over? Oh. Uh, criminal. I gotta do criminal. That's eight. Um, oh, I can't believe 
that. Ice cream man. That's nine. And I, I'm you're just, done, and you're getting. Nothing I'm done, there. and I'm not. I'm not happy about it. I, I, the, I'm leaving a lot off. Yeah. Yeah. This would be a tough exercise, because if I, because I've there's obviously things I didn't even think of yet that um I don't want to give up um that I don't even know that I've 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 overlooked it already. Mm-hmm. So you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, Dark Red is great. I don't, I don't want to give that one up. I don't. I want to finish Doomsday Clock. <laughs> <laughs> so you tell me, I waited two years and I don't get to finish it because it didn't make my cut. Doesn't have your top nine. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, there's so many image books that I I like. Um, heck, I like Ghost Spider a lot. You know, I don't. I wouldn't want to give that up. Mm-hmm. And it just started again. Um, that new pandemic that just started, I really like. You're talking about books you're not getting. I know. That, yeah. I don't get a finished beauty. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for everything but the last issue. But the, I don't get to see how it all all ends up. No, that's not. So beauty has to go in. I got to kick some. I got to kick one of the Spidey books out. And it'll probably have to be Tom Taylor. I got to keep the amazing going. Um, so I hope they don't start up a new Moon Knight. I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah. You have to take something off the, if it drops another uh, annual. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is, yeah, that's a, it's a world we don't want to live in. Ten is not, ten is, nine, nine is not enough. Um, I would need, um, I could do nine a week, maybe, (laughs) but not nine a month. (coughs) Good luck to you, Aaron. Um, you know what you need to do maybe is take part of that and spend it on Marvel Unlimited and DC Universe so you can read a whole bunch of stuff just six months a little behind. Mm-hmm. That's way you know that that'll that'll only be like twelve bucks between the two, and you, <coughs> maybe you're doing that too. That's that's in addition to the print comics. Maybe that's what you're doing. Spend a little time walking around your shop reading books and then putting them back. So. <laughs> yeah, Hoopla. You know, get get your Hoopla account up. Um, you know, you can read. 10 a month from your local library, at least at my li- local, li- local library system. Some of them do more, some do less. Um, yeah, so good luck to you, man. And I hope it turns around and you can get back to being crazy like the rest of us. <laughs> hey, Just Joe is reading the uh, Marvel previews that just came out and says, he's talking about the a Marvel bundle that's in there with a box. He says, mm-hmm. okay, so if Marvel bundles five one-shots at five bucks a piece... And there's a short box in there with art. Does that mean that the box itself is twenty five bucks because it's fifty dollars total? Am I right? Is that the price of the? Tr- that's the price of a trade when it comes out. Am I am I mathing that right? Comics for front of profit. Uh, Kyle, yep, you I, have that in front of you. I don't. I don't have that. I yep, I'm looking that. at it right in front of me. It's the Annihilation graphic bo- comic box, and I can't tell if this is you're buying five boxes for fifty bucks, ten bucks a piece. And then the books are completely separate at five bucks a piece, or you're buying a box with five books in it for a total of fifty bucks. I think that's a completely separate animal, and it's five boxes for fifty bucks. So it's five boxes, and there, there's nothing to do with the the five one shots. That's the way I'm reading it because it says Annihilation comic box bundles of five, 
15. Bundles of five. And then the other, so the other one shots are just on the other page. They don't have anything to do with the box. Correct, but they're just featuring art from those books. Oh, okay. <laughs> ah, there you go. Hope that helps. Yeah. And, 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 and again, this is just me. I think you just. I don't even want to pay ten bucks for a short box. Is it a short box or a long box? I'm assuming it's a short box. Short. Yeah. Nah. They are. I bet they're pretty. Mm, they are. They're beautiful. And they get that deep black on the front. I yeah. do like that. Uh, Chad asks. Uh, he wants to know with this push for diversity in comics, are there any underrepresented groups that you think will get their own characters or take over existing characters? Is there any underrepresented groups left that haven't got their <laughs> um, uh, fat people? This is true. <laughs> fat people don't they don't get a lot of love. Um, uh, hillbillies or outside of comics. Hillbillies. Um, Hillbill, yeah. You don't see a lot of hillbilly characters <coughs> getting 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 their own books. Um, Muslims, we got a few. Got one. Got one. Yeah. And maybe by, more. A few. I mean one. I'm, yeah. <laughs> Uh, hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think. Think, get Asians. Yeah, I think everybody's kind of got their. Most of them have got their. Mm-hmm. We their don't chant. talk much about Jewish superheroes anymore. Oh, that's true. It was the. There was some kind of character not that long ago that, but I don't remember what it was now. Um, we've got Canadians with the Canuck, Captain mm-hmm. Canuck. Uh, yeah, and and uh, are these underrepresented? Probably. I mean, I would think I would think overweight people are, and I'm speaking as an overweight person. <laughs> I would like to see some more chubby you know, guys. I don't see as much spandex stretched over gullets as I norm as I'd like to. see. <laughs> I would like to see more chubby guys in comics. I just think that's that's necessary. That's why. Who's uh, Miles Morales's buddy? Genki. Yeah, Genki. They, they've 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 shaved some weight off of him in recent. We've got keto ganky. I don't like it. I don't like it. I mean, who who we don't have anybody. Uh, so that yeah, that would be my guess. You know, Kyle, you you've said your piece on this. <laughs> Republicans, there are no Republicans. Yeah, you here. guys have that whole was it Keen Spot? Yeah, like, yeah. Keen no. Spot does all all those Trump books. You get that. You're fine. <laughs> uh, ben wants to know, wants us to know, which comics would be in the C4FAP Hall of Fame? So I guess that would be from uh, a spec, all-time spec. Or just enjoyment of reading. There's two categories here. Oh, yep. We could interpret this either way. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, okay, Hall of Fame as far well, as let's spec. Do, let's take, which, to be a Hall of Famer, you have to both be a spec monster and be an enjoyable Ooh. read oh. so therefore you put saga in you put walking yeah. dead in yeah right well we, we, you, you did yeah <laughs> womp womp right uh yeah those would both qualify wouldn't they absolutely absolutely uh manifest destiny great read i made a great bit of money off the first of those did you was, yeah, yeah, I sold the first five. As soon as five came out, I sold those for like 80 bucks right off the bat while everything was high. Made good money off those. Those were lovely. Lenticulars, we made a ton of money off of, and I really liked a few of the lenticulars. Yeah. Back in the day. 
I wouldn't know if that. I don't know if it's Hall of Fame worthy. See, yeah, that I'm trying to. Find, I can't think of too many things that are both really great. Re- I mean, uh, Thanos made you a great deal of money and is a phenomenal book. That Thanos book. That's true. That's true. Uh, and you know, uh, I mean, some people would say the Immortal Hulk. Yeah. Um, I don't love it as much as others do, but I think some folks really like it. Um, yeah, I think it's tough to make the Hall of Fame if you're if you're saying it's universally loved book and also spectacular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See what I did there? There you go. Um, so you yeah. know, AS, ASM three hundred is a great spec book and all <laughs> kinds of money. But true, is it that is it really that great of a book? No I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah. A, that's a tough one. That's a tough one, and um, maybe we should start. You know, every once in a while, we should when something does meet that criteria, we should brand it as a Hall of Fame candidate. If, the, as, if those come around, we'll um, we'll talk them up. You know, Gold both stars. great read and it made us a lot of money. That gets to be it gets votes for the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, let's see. Justin asks uh, what we think of Spider Man now. Going back to Marvel. Yeah, as far as the MCU, we've got uh, Tom Holland uh, back in the uh, loving arms of Marvel with a deal. But this also leaves the ability for Tom Holland Spider-Man to be in things like Venom 2, according to this new deal. So we get all kinds of the best of both worlds. But it's okay. It's still Sony's character. Always yes. has been. Yes. It's never not been his character. Yes. They've just loaned him... To Marvel, and that's what's happening here, right? Yes. So they're not they're not selling them back or giving them up, and they're just not allowed. Are they? They they have to make Spider Man movies jointly. Yeah, it seems. Well, it seems uh, the deal really gives fans the necessary closure of Spider Man's MCU arc: one last solo film and one more additional appearance in some sort of crossover film. Like what? That does not help Sony launch the universe that will support the character for the thereafter be the Venom-Spider-Man Carnage crossover that they're talking about. Because for Venom 2, we've got, like, Andy Serkis directing. Ugh. And we've got, and we're, we're hearing that Woody Harrelson will be Carnage. Ugh. <laughs> I don't like any of this. And then there's talk of possibly having Tom Holland make an appearance if not play a pivotal character character in that but that's in sony's movie that's his own correct that's their their movie correct and of course they could have their characters in by making this thing they've left it so that you know the tom holland version can still do the sony property stuff as well as finish his mcu arc stuff two more but maybe not but it's an option two more Optioned, or for M- to- for MCU, yes, another solo. You know, we get to find out. So, what was the last one? Far from home. Far from home, and then we had the J. Jonah Jameson stuff at the end, leading us into the new world for him, and then he will cross over into whatever the new MCU grand stuff is, which is what TBD. TBD, yeah, yep. Uh. I was I was kind of happy when they stiff armed him and said, you know what, he, you had your fun. Now he's our character. Give him back. 
Yeah. But one one more solo is fine, I guess. And mm-hmm. that means everybody comes back for it, I guess. Yep. And then what if they use up all the good Tom Holland and he doesn't want to do it anymore? <laughs> it's very possible. Right? Yeah. He seems, I, I think he's very well suited for it and does a good job. And and we don't should... know the the terms of the deal, like if it's shared money yeah. on the back end or whatever, or it's just all up front. Unfortunately, I know nothing. Yeah. Uh, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I really don't. I'm so tired of this. I'm really tired of this back and forth stuff with... Uh, who cares? You you sold you sold Fantastic Four. You sold X Men. You sold Spider Man. Move on. You got another characters. Just do that stuff. You don't need Spider Man. I, I I don't understand what the big deal is, but uh, I'll watch it. I watched all the others, so I'll watch that one too. Kyle, I, I'm assuming you're happy about this. Yeah, can't can't wait. Okay. You're allowed. I'm I, sorry. I, I will grant I'm you. I'm sorry I like things. <laughs> uh, but you can didn't you like the Sony Spider Man? No. You didn't like any of them? They were okay. Oh. They were good for the time. Well look well I mean we'll look we look back on some of the MCU movies and they're like, eh. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm with so you. So time. Time always makes a difference. This is true. Well, let's look at FOC, man. FOC is, of course, the final order cutoff. It's our last opportunity to add a few books to our order, take a few books off, see some art, and do some other additional things with our orders just a few weeks out. So, um, all is not lost. If we didn't quite make that decision upon the previews look, we still have the chance to get it done now. Um, there are lovely list of FOC books that are due by midday on Monday is wonderfully curated by our friend Eric at Cowabunga Comics. He's shot us over a list today. Um, we do not have the four uh, lifted to the top books that Eric usually highlights for us. So, Drew, it's all on you and I today to find out what the best items are on this here FOC. So let's jump on in. Yeah, yeah under Dark Horse we've got... Um... Count Crawley Reluctant Monster Hunter, one of four, <clears throat> by David. I should let you pronounce this one. David Dasmalchain. <laughs> the art by David Dasmalchain. <laughs> and Lucas Kettner on art and cover. It's about an aspiring reporter, Terry Bartman, furious when she's demoted to hosting the nightly creature feature at her small town TV station. Now you were too young for Fritz the Night Owl, uh, like when Creature Features on Channel Ten back when we were young, right? Correct, correct. You don't remember that at all. Correct. Okay, I remember that vaguely. They were like B movies, mm-hmm. and uh, it was like this weird dude from Central Ohio, like Columbus, that would. It was almost like a public access show, but it was it was pretty <laughs> wild. Um. So it was when there was nothing else on, <laughs> and we had two channels, so uh, this is true. It, it was worth it. Um, I don't know. What do you think about this? Yeah, I mean, that'd be worth yeah, checking it, out. Yeah, I was gonna say it seems fairly interesting. Could be something there. I missed One this completely. Yeah, I missed it completely during the pre-order cycle. So yeah, seems a little interesting to me. 
Anything else perfect, in Dark Horse? Perfect for Halloween. Yeah, that's all for me in, in uh, Dark Horse. Uh, you got in DC anything? You read any of these Year of the Villain books? I haven't jumped into any of them yet. That's, I skimmed a couple, but they just don't do it for me. Yeah. Harleen. Yeah, I read. I read. This is Harleen Two's in here, and mm -hmm. it's, that cover's beautiful, of course. Yeah. Um, I read the first issue of this. Um, it was a long one. It's a lot of pages. Um, but Stepan Sajic's art and panel layouts are really amazing. Yeah. Um, do you remember that Batwoman book that we read back in the New 52 era that was like, I think the artist was J.H. Williams III? Yeah, 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 I remember that. Absolutely. And you know how he always do these really cool layouts that would be mm -hmm. like... Like one long, super wide panel and then yeah, a big splash, and it, yeah. Yeah, it'd be like made up of teeth or something. The panels would be made up of teeth or like a... A batarang or something. Yeah, um, he does a lot of this, that sort of thing in this. So it's really inventive panel layouts, and so that's really cool. And the art is a, what you see on the cover, just fantastic art throughout. Um, the story is pretty much what you know mm -hmm. so far. Um, a little decompressed um, with what led up to her getting to Arkham, but um, no, no real surprises so far. Um, and it does make you feel uh, some sympathy for for Harley Quinn, which you shouldn't because she's a murderer. <laughs> but she's she you know she's the uh, Stockholm syndrome child. So yeah, yeah. But a beautiful book. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna take you back up a little bit to Batman: Curse of the White Knight number four, uh, specifically the variant edition. Okay. And you get a dope Alfred cover. You don't get many Alfred covers. Oh wow. Very cool Alfred cover, so um, that's worth having. That is cool. And Sean Murphy, I love his art. And uh, I also really like Detective Comics 114, Year of the Villain. The variant cover on that is cool. We've got Doug Mankey and Jamie Mendoza on that cover, and it looks like a a very cool version of uh, Mr. Freeze that you don't see very often. So Very cool. Just a couple nice covers I really like on this one. But in that, uh, I'm out of DC. The Joker Killer Smile is nice. Um, it's Jeff Lemire in the oh, writing. Yeah. And there's a Carrie Andrews cover that is... Um, <clears throat> you know, there are, there are plenty of folks that are Joker co cover mm -hmm. uh, collectors. Um, so it's a good month for them. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, good a good FOC for them. They're they're enjoying this. Uh, there are also some looks like some local comic shop day books in here. Yes, on FOC. Mm -hmm. um, are those previously solicited or are those just for local comic shop day? I know I asked this last year. Yeah, and I don't they're think normally limited in their local comic bookshop days specific stuff that is a cool deceased hardcover yeah that's nice so yeah we've got the deceased hardcover we've got legion of superheroes number one which is an eight dollar book um do you have any other l c s d's yeah up here we got the lc hazel and cha-cha save christmas that's what? dark horse never mind <laughs> Oh, yeah, I guess it doesn't have to just be DC, does it? Yeah. 
It's just those two DCs for the uh, local comic shop day. Ah. And cool. IDW has a Crow Hark the Herald by Seely. Okay. So that's a Christmas... Christmas one-shot, yeah. About the crow. Yeah. And Tim Silly will just write anything. <laughs> just, hey, man, can you write the phone book for me? Sure, man, give it to me. <laughs> nothing I else got, in IDW either. Yeah, nothing else in IDW down to Image. Now we have a local comic shop day. Philadelphia number one. Mm-hmm. Super Dinosaur Special Edition. And... Walking Dead Alien, which is the bo- the Brian K. Vaughn book. Yeah, in this print is, for the first time. Yeah, so this is pretty... Mark uh, me down for one of those. Eight bucks? Six. You're killing me, Smalls. You gotta be... Eight? I thought it was six. Oh, well, it's six. Eight. When I click on it, it says six. Come on, what are we doing here? Ah, uh, I see. <laughs> it's... 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 Retails and, for six, but Eric's, Eric wants eight for it. We gotta ship these things special. <laughs> well, we'll have to see about that one. First time in print, but is it the last time in print? Mm. Um, probably not. And maybe that's just the local comic shop day version, and it'll be uh, available. Eventually, we'll find it where in wherever books are sold. Yeah, why? Yeah, why is everything so expensive? <laughs> Sorry, old man. <laughs> so, Super Dude. Dinosaur. I haven't read any of this since forever. I don't remember any of these, but I, I like the animation style that Jason yeah. Howard is really nice. Um, Philadelphia, I'm not familiar with. Rodney Dude, Barnes. Super Dinosaurs, Robert Kirkman. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's an existing property. Yeah. I mean, it's, he's, this was something that he did before Walking Dead, I think. Yeah, been heading directly to Amazon Prime. Philadelphia, uh, it's Jason, Sean Alexander, and Ronnie Barnes. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Very Some good titles there. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a little, I need to I need to do a little research and figure out exactly what the deal is. Yeah. Are these just stamped with LCSD and then they'll be proper uh, editions later? Yeah, I don't actually see LCSD anywhere on the actual Walking I don't Dead. Alien. Know that I want to pay. Two dollars over cover for Walking Dead. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to check in on that one too. Now there is a um, an an image second printing for Safe Sex. Yeah, already. And and it's a new cover. Yep. And uh, uh, it was a good that was a good book. I enjoyed that uh, a lot. It was really good. Um, good concept. I'm tempted. I'm very tempted on a new cover for a second printing. You know how I am. Mm-hmm. Anything else we're missing in Image? That's a That's lot of it. stuff. Yeah. Half their stuff is cool. And then we have Sharky the Bounty Hunter finishing up with its sixth issue, finally. Yeah, there's some stuff. There's some glitchy stuff in this form because... Uh, the cover A is coming in at two hundred twenty-five bucks. Seems a little high, so I'll wait for the uh, proper form to come through. <laughs> yeah, I think we're just missing a, a, a decimal or a little bit of math on that one because it's normally three ninety-nine. So we're good on that one. We just got a little bit of a hitch in nope, the media. He wants two hundred twenty-five bucks. For that. 
It's not no if wiggle room. If you want that book, you're going to do it. Um, so yeah, if we slide down to um, Marvel, uh, plenty of printings on Absolute Carnage, blowing up uh, for one, two, and three. Amazing and, Mary Jane art germ. Oh my! I bet it's good. Yeah, it's good. And it can be yours for only eight hundred dollars. <laughs> well, but you can get the Virgin yeah, for exactly. two thirty nine. Yeah. So there's something up with that. Too. I think it might be flip flopped. You think? Mm, no. Let's not let's not hold him to it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, um, did you already had you already have this on pre order? No. Did did we know about the art germ variant back then? Uh, I don't think I was paying attention. Yeah, I don't think so either. But yeah, if it's independently orderable art germ, I'm going to pick one up. There you go. Because I don't think I pre-ordered it. Um, and then Full Circle, Amazing Spider-Man Full Circle. Um, what is the deal there? Um, let's see. Nick Spencer, Jonathan Hickman, and more. Is this like a younger... Yeah. Hmm. Guest starring Nick Fury, Wolverine, and Peter Porker. I should call it something different. So we could know. Then ASM. Yeah. And who is these? Call it Kitty Spider Man, so I know. There you go. Make it easy for me. All ages Spider Man. Now, I don't know anything about future fight. First, Luna Snow, number one. Um, is this a K-pop crime fighter from the Marvel mobile game? Okay. Yeah, looks like it. Yeah, yeah. Pass. <laughs> It'll probably blow up, but I don't, I, I don't want to go in there. Now, um, Immortal Hulk 25, let me point to this one. Uh, Al Ewing has been on Twitter uh, talking this up. Now, it's a five ninety nine book. So, added a couple dollars to the price, but he's talking about, make sure you read it, uh, you have to read this, this is essential that you own this, he pointed out that the final order cutoff was coming Monday, make sure that this is in your collection, um, so something's happening, I don't know what it is. It's a double size issue. I don't know how many to buy. Because <laughs> um, I don't have this on order. I kind of cooled off of Immortal Hulk. But, I, you know, he's not done this before. Now Ewing. Um, so I know... So I'm going to trust him once. You know? And if it's really a big deal... He gets one. He gets, he gets one. But how many do I go in on? You know, is it going to be... Are we going to kill somebody? Are we going to introduce another new character? I'd say a new character because we're billions of years in the future, according to Celeste. The heat, the heat death of our universe has come and gone. The Hulk is finally dead. Now, billions of years later, the ninth cosmos cowers before the breaker of worlds. Sounds like a one purchase for me. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. And we hate the price. Did we, we mention that? We hate when they raise the price. I mean, it's a double issue, so that's more than they normally give us, but still. 
So what is your advice for me, Kyle? One or two. At that and, price. And are you doing one? Nope. You're not falling for it. Correct. Cover A? Absolutely. Because I don't like the Mary Jane variant. Yeah. Well, I mean, why would you go away from from Ross? Mm-hmm. Um, now, we also have the Incredible Hulk, uh, number one, facsimile edition, Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. I got to own this. Yeah, Grey Hulk on the cover. Got to own it. Um, you know, yeah, I, I got to have it and read it and um, not have to worry about having <laughs> thousand dollar book thousands of dollar book in my hand so uh, yeah that's that's a cool one to have continuing the every mutant ever variant on marauders number one what's the deal there i mean how many would you have to buy to get the connecting set do we even yeah, know i'm not real sure on the, that one yeah be cool. That would have been cool, though, to have known that. Yeah. The Local Comic Shop Day 2019 New Mutants number 1 artist variant by Rod Rice is really cool looking. So these are Local Comic Shop Day variants, I guess. Mm -hmm. And none of them are saying, like, limited to 500 like they some, do some years. So these are just specific ones for the LCSD. Plenty of stuff from Marvel. Anything else there that you had? Nothing else. What was it? There's a True Believers X Men Quanon that I, I don't even know who that is. Not familiar with that person, that 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 character. Yeah. X Men Seventeen from 1991. Down to boom. Oh, it's second printing for something is killing children number two already. It's interesting. I haven't read that one yet. I don't know if mm -hmm. it's out. And uh, local comic shop day, we have some Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Deluxe. Oh, we got more blind box. Limited to 750 units and backed by popular demand. Oh, this is the. Uh... What is it? The uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers oh, uh, blind box hard covers. hard cover. Oh man, that's 175. crazy. Pass. Yeah. Uh, Vault's got a book called Money Shot. That's Tim Seeley and Sarah Beatty, with art by Kurt Michael Russell. I don't know if that's Kurt Russell, and art by Rebecca Isaacs on the cover. This is that one about ludicly, ludicrously expensive space travel. Um, I think we remember talking about that back in during the pre-order cycle. Mm -hmm. Looks pretty good. Um, looking down through Dynamite, Action Lab, Aftershock.
Lion Forge is doing some stuff. Pricey yeah, they stuff. Have a, they have a LCSD 2019 version of that Catalyst Prime Seven Days, which is that Gail yeah. Simone book with a Senkovich cover. Ooh, but ten bucks. Yeah. I, do we think that's these, this pricing is right? I don't know. Yeah. Well, we'll stay tuned. Stay tuned for you'll you'll get a you'll be getting an email soon from Eric with the correct pricing, and you'll know you'll know more than us be, as you're as you're listening to us talk because we have an early glance at the form. Yeah. Um, so it's not completely finalized yet. And, uh, yeah, it, you might have a lot more information than we do as um, as you're listening to this and flipping through. Unbound, um, was that the Colin Bond? No. Ralph Tedesco. It was Unsomething, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Unearth, maybe? That sounds right. Yeah. Unearth sounds right. Mad Cave is putting out Over the Ropes number one for a local comic shop day. It's a southern fried wrestling story. 90s wrestling, yeah. And it's coming out a month early than its actual release, which is kind of cool. Yeah. I wonder if a lot of those are like that, that they're doing, you actually get them early because you're, you're buying a local comic shop version. Well, it sounds like that's probably what the, uh, uh, Walking Dead alien is. Too. Yeah. Yeah, you get a you get advanced looks at some of those things. That's kind of neat, I guess. I'm not that big of a hurry. <laughs> More cheap than curious. Yeah, I get the appeal though. It's kind of cool. And it's really the it's really the first edition, right? Yeah. Everything else is a subsequent second print. Yeah. We have down here the New York Comic Con 2019 Amazing Mary Jane number one Ramos variant. Um, limited to 3,000 copies. Allocations may occur. They must um, be sitting on some of those to check that out. Yeah. Unless it's ugly. It's ugly. <laughs> it's okay. No, it's um, black and white. Mm. Anything else in FOC, sir? No, there's um, a lot of choices here. Um, yeah. And so this is something I want to circle back to. And, yeah, glad we have a, a chance to, to look at this again because, uh, yeah, there's some there's some cool things on there and some tough decisions. Very tough decisions, absolutely. Uh, let's take a quick look at Cover Price's top ten, uh, the list for uh, comics sold through eBay, the week of nine September twenty sixth. Um, number one is Spider Girl. Number fifty nine sold forty two units, uh, averaging thirty one dollars a piece. And this the reason for this is because Ben Parker, the child of Peter Parker, is born in this one. Uh. And um, if you're reading, if you're current on your reading, you know Ben Car Parker has made an appearance. Uh, let's see, Captain Marvel 21 comes in at number two. Sold 46 copies this week, $15 a piece. First full appearance of Big Mother, who is rumored to be in the upcoming Marvel. Got Uncanny X-Men number one. Uh, back in the uh, Marvel Now days. Yeah. Yeah, 122 copies sold. Uh, double cover. For these, because this is the first appearance of Gold Balls. There you go. <laughs> 2013. 
Yeah, um, you should have a couple of these in your box. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, yeah, they're somewhere around here. Yeah, everybody bought these. Um, uh, number four, Absolute Carnage number three, the Young Guns variant. $16. It's a sweet Hulk Venom mashup cover. My beloved Moon Knight number one, volume one, comes in at rank five. 56 copies of that sold this week for 20 bucks a piece. Looking at one right now. Uh, me too. <laughs> uh, Doc Savage number one, kicks number six. 44 copies of this one sold for 10 bucks a piece. And there's Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie coming out um, about Doc Savage. Uh, Captain Marvel number 20. Uh, 15 copies of this volume sold for $6. There's a cameo of Big Mother, who is mm. the mother of Grendel. This is part of this whole Eternals thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'll know, know how, a little bit more how to feel once that movie comes out, and I've seen it. Uh, Spider-Man number one, the Chip Kid die-cut variant. 39 copies sold for 6 bucks. It's an FOC variant for a new, the new J.J. Abrams series. Mm -hmm. Which has, of course, Ben Parker in it, and was fantastic read. If you haven't read it yet, it's great. Uh, number nine, Young Avengers number one, first appearance of the Young Avengers and first Kate Bishop, selling for sixty bucks raw. Thirty-two more copies sold. Got to sell those copies. Uh, Spider-Man number one, the Dell Auto one in fifty. Thirty-four copies of this one sold. Uh, it's the Del Auto ratio variant for the new J.J. Abrams series. And they sell for 25 bucks a piece. Good stuff. Absolutely. Lots of good stuff in there. Um, and I think now we can shoot over to our sneak peek. All right, let's head over to previewsworld.com. Let's find new releases. Find October 2nd, 2019. And Drew, let's start where we love to start. Let's start with Image Comics. Uh, there's a Copra number one. I think that's not really a number one. I think it's had a volume or two before. Mm-hmm. Copra Returns. Yeah. Or we have Dead Eyes number one. Jerry Duggan. John McRae. This issue also contains previously published materials. And the series finale for Maneaters number 12. I'm glad they finished it. Uh... It's, it's been really fun and really inventive and imaginative book. I think it'll be a fun hardcover once it's all collected. Yeah. Look at that. We got a, a Manifest Destiny sighting. Oh, my. New, new story arc. I don't know how long it's been since there's been a Manifest Destiny, but it feels like a long time. Feels like a very long time. Nomen Omen. Number one of fifteen. I'm uh, I'm actually props and impressed that they're even giving us an end date and labeling it a mini or a limited series with fifteen. Is the kind of things you'd think they just start and then end at fifteen. It, it makes no sense to me because they're gonna do they're gonna collect five at a time as a trade. Yep. They're gonna take a break between between five and six to put a trade out. Yep. Uh, so by the time this is gonna be out for two years minimum before it finishes yep. and why even bother to call it a limited series at two years there you go makes no sense but I, I i agree they are being honest which nobody does correct 
So they should get points. You're right. Spawn 300 going to a second print. Dope Todd McFarlane cover. Any reason to get this one? Nope. If you didn't get if you didn't get one of the million of million covers of 300 and you wanted them, shame on you. Walking Dead Compendium Number Four, issues one forty-five to one ninety-three. So it doesn't collect forty-eight; it collects forty-nine. Yes, over one thousand pages. Pretty great. Nothing else in image for me. Yep. Let's head on down to Dark Horse. Ruby Falls, maybe? Yep. Grendel's Devil's Odyssey number one by Matt Wagner. I believe that's a uh, continuing yeah. series. Yeah. And the Senti, we never liked her when she booked it. Was she writing Batgirl we didn't like? Yeah. Yeah. And she's doing this um, Ruby Falls with Flavia Biondi. Um, but it, I, I, the concept looks pretty good. It's a. Sleepy town, full of neo-noir tale of love, memory, and murder mystery. Yeah, might be worth checking that out. I'll probably t I'll probably sample that one. Down to IDW. Nope. Nothing for me. Down to DC. Facsimile of Batman 251. The old Denny O'Neill, Neil Adams. Batman 80. It's about time for Batman to do something uh, spec-worthy. I think we're finally coming out of the uh, dreamscapes, hallucinations. Uh, there might actually be some action and stuff happen here, so uh, keep your eye out. Could be another another neck snap uh, incident. Yep, and we get uh, John Romita Jr. and Klaus Jensen for uh, two action-packed issues. So this one and the next one. Pretty cool. The final issue of Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Volume 3. Not Flash Giant, but with a cover by Dan Panosian is really nice. Yeah. It only has two new stories in it, though. A lot of the other stuff is just um, reprints. But 100 pages for four ninety nine, pretty good. Yeah. yeah, DC's number 5 of 6, the cardstock variant, is a pretty neat little uh, zombie Harley cover. Which is it? Deceased? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty... That's Francisco Matina. Man, yeah. that's awesome. And the horror variant's really cool. I wish I knew horror movies to know what it even is. I love this old Denny O'Neill Joker series. That's, that was really cool. From 1975. A lot of good stuff in DC. 
Lois Lane continuing. Superman 14 going to a second print. Love the B cover by uh, Emanuela. Emanuela, I think that's what it is. Lupacino. Um, it's really, really a nice cover. I like it. Yeah, on Lois Lane. Yeah. Alright, let's head on down to Marvel. Bizarre Adventures number one. A lot of writers on that one. A lot of artists on that one. So this is another celebrating 80 years thing. Uh, Ed Brisson is writing a book called Contagion. That's a five-issue miniseries. Interesting. Ghost Rider's back. Ghost Rider number one, Ed Brisson. Yeah, that hey, might be he's worth on a motorcycle out. again. Yeah, it might be worth checking out. Ed Briston does some good stuff, so okay, uh, I might give it a shot. House of X number one going to a fourth print. Holy cow. Yeah, Powers of X as well, also fourth print. Hmm, yeah. Yeah, another Spider-Verse. Uh, this one is Jed McKay. And uh not sure who the other spider worlds are going to be. But, I mean, if you go to a different world, you could get a first appearance of somebody. This is where we got our spider Gwen or our ghost spider. Yeah. Originally. So, and you got to get the first two issues because you never know. Those new. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it might not be an issue one. It might be an issue two. There you go. Nothing else in um, Marvel for me. Yep. All right, let's head on down to Dynamite. Yeah, we got Black Terror, number one. Uh, this is uh, Max Bemis doing the writing, the lead singer of Say Anything. And, of course, he did some Moon Knight issues mm -hmm. and a great crossed issue that I loved. So this is about Bob Benton, who has settled into his life of his boring life of being a pharmacist. Daily routine, a co-worker he had a crush on. These are the things that keep him happy. Creeping the below the surface are his memories of being a hero. Struggling against his urge to fight crime, he is suddenly sitting down a path he thought he had left behind, wanting, needing to be a vigilante, ready to once again punch crime in the face and become the Black Terror. That's kind of fun premise. Very much. I'll check that out. Anything else? Uh, no. Cool. Let's head on down to some of our other publishers, our smaller publishers. Once in Future King, sixth print, final print of issue one. Issue two going to a second print. Something is Killing Children, number one, going to a fourth print. That's amazing. Yeah. And I like that cover quite a bit on that one, too. Uh, the D-Ward Ward <laughs> from Keen Spot Entertainment, written by Billy Parker and covered by Alex Smith. As a child, Xander Wiley experienced a horrific event which led him to a career in psychology. 
Starting his new job working with an old friend, the patients and inmates of the hospital will change his life forever. Personal demons can be more real than you think. Meet the inhabitants of the D ward. Hmm. Look at uh, Gutter Magic from Source Point Press. Written by Rich Dueck, with art by Brett Barkley, and a Fei Chen cover. It's got a um, kind of like a World War One vibe on the on the cover, but it says it's magic and mayhem in Manhattan as Cinder Burns finds the key to a spell that will unleash his potential as a wizard and grant him the magical powers he always wanted. The only problem, he can't cast a spell to save his life. It's kind of interesting. Let's see, we got Catalyst Prime, Seven Days, number one. We have this is of course the Gal Simone book. Here's we have the actual oh, yeah. release of it. Uh, Sajic on the cover A there. I believe Catalyst Prime is an existing story, but I'm not sure on that one. It's part of that, yeah, like that world. Maybe not. Yeah, I think it might be new. There was a, so yeah, there was yeah. like a, a new comic book day version of it. Yeah, that's what we, I remember talking about. That's right. Free comic book day. Do it. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Dead End Kids, number one, going to a second print. Talk about gutter magic? I did, I did. That's what I thought I heard you talking about. Alright, anything else back here, Drew? I don't think so. else that piques my interest necessarily so during this point of the podcast where i ask you for your pick of the week what's the one book to make sure you head on up find put in your short box and hold on to for dear life uh let's choose from today i want to go with black terror the max bemis book there we go and i'm going to go with the catalyst prime seven days number one the gail simone sage lion forge book and there are some new characters in that, but remember that the free comic book day version also counts as their first appearance. First so, appearance, absolutely. Yeah, so make sure you get that too. Yep. Good stuff. We want to thank you guys for tagging along with us for comics for fun and profit through our sneak peek at next week as we jump into October already. Um, if you found a book other than the ones that we found in this lovely pile of things that we've seen this week, uh, drop us a line. Let us know what you think the book of the week for yourself is. Or maybe even you agree with what we said. Or you just think we're crazy for some of the things we picked up. 
let us know. All of our stuff can be found at comicsfunandprofit.com. You can find links to our Facebooks, our Twitters, Instagrams, Gmail accounts, and all the other fun stuff. So we appreciate you guys. Love for you guys to be part of the podcast. So for Drew and for myself, see ya. <laughs>